When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Stuff You Should Know is brought to you by Visa. We all have things we like to think about. Online fraud shouldn't be one of them. Because with every purchase, Visa prevents, detects, and resolves online fraud. Safe, secure, Visa. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark, a staff writer here at HowStuffWorks.com. With me is my fellow staff writer, Charles W. Bryant. How are you, Chuck? I'm here, Josh. I'm feeling good. I'm glad to be here with you. I'm glad you're here, too, Chuck. And uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, as a special treat, we are, are trying something new here on Stuff You Should Know. What's that? We're actually running a uh, language module, recorded language module, subliminally for our listeners. So you out there in podcast land could just... Kick back, relax, and uh, prepare to learn Russian without lifting a finger while Chuck and I talk about the topic of knife hunting. Do you know anything about that? Yet. Yet? No, good. See, it's working already. Well, let me tell you about knife hunting, Chuck, okay? Arguably, it's the fairest way to hunt. And this is based on an article I wrote, Is Knife Hunting the Fairest Way to Hunt? Which right. is pretty subjective, and I was a little worried about you know me bringing my own opinions into it, because I don't hunt. True, but... And it's kind of an open and shut case, if you ask me. Well, maybe so. And luckily, though, there is a there is a um, principle out there among hunters and wildlife managers. It's called uh, the principle of fair chase. Right. That uh, there needs to be a balance between um, the hunter and the prey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you can go out and spend tens of thousands of dollars. You got your uh, ATV. You've got your really super duper camo. You've got your incredible scope. Right. You're up I mean, in like 30 feet up in a deer exactly. stand. Exactly. There's, you know, you can, there, there's a laundry detergent that, that r- removes any odor whatsoever from you. Right. You can put buck lure around. There's right. feeding sites. There's all sorts of things you can do to an unsuspecting animal to raise your advantage. Right. To where it's, it's not even sport any sure. longer. It's just blood sport or target practice right. with live animals. Right. Right. Um, now the, the principle of fair chase, as you were saying, is basically trying to strike a balance between the deer or whatever you're hunting i guess it doesn't matter what you're hunting you know um so yeah it applies across the board right and you can't give a deer a gun so no you can't and frankly i think that'd be a really bad idea after yeah. all we've done to them with our cars and with the hunters right, right? don't give them cars or guns and we'll be fine right so what um what fairer way to hunt is there than hunting with the knife all right i think that would be the the only fair way to hunt that or bare hands 
Yes. Yeah. Obviously, bare hands, going toe to toe with like a bear. Uh, dude, actually, you're at a disadvantage. Yeah. You know, the there's no fair chase. fair chase should be balanced in your favor at that point. And frankly, I mean, probably all you're wearing is a loincloth, so everything's going to hurt extra bad. Right. A soiled loincloth at that. <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, so do you know much about knife hunting? Uh, not personally from experience, but, you know, I know you and I were talking about this a lot when you wrote the article. Um, one thing I did want to talk about first, though, was this thing you found about internet hunting which thankfully was shut down soon after it started. But Yeah, this, this is like the opposite spectrum of The complete chase. opposite. This guy in Texas uh, launched a website where you could hunt remotely from your computer, and it was literally attached to a gun. You, could, you had a camera, and you could look out on the wild range and see something, pan over to it with your mouse, click it, and the gun would fire. And uh, lawmakers shut that down, you know, toot sweet, thankfully. Yeah, which is, I, I frankly applaud that. Yeah, uh, me too. Apparently it wasn't just animal rights people. Hunters as well, like sportsmen's groups, were like, this has right. to go away. This can't be good. Yeah, which it's, is good to know. Yeah, so so we've got internet hunting ban. I don't think you're going to see any any bans on, on knife hunting based on questions of fairness. No. And it's mostly used for wild boar. Yeah, which is kind of, I mean, I don't, I'm no hunter, but I think that'd be kind of cool, personally. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're about, uh, they get up to uh, 750 pounds. Yeah. Six feet long. There was there was one that went around um, on the internet, and I actually went on to Snopes, and it was verified. There was one that was, um, I think, eleven feet long. Right. What that? What was the name of that one? They called it like um, Jurassic hard. Pork or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And so I was like, obviously, this is a fake. I went on the steps. They're like, no, we verified it. It was part of an a- AP article. Right. And was um, that killed with a knife? It wasn't. It was shot with a pistol, and it with turns out that it had been a family pet that was sold to this hunting preserve like two days before the guy shot it. Oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah. But uh, so we've got knife hunting, and basically what it is is you you send dogs out to go run after uh, right. some some hogs who hide in the brush, and they are startled. They're generally tranquil, and they're not aggressive towards humans. But if you startle them, they will run. And right. when they start running, you want to kind of get in between them and wherever they think they're going. Right. And when they get close enough, you actually push this you know, 700-pound boar to the ground and stab it. And stab it to death. And it still results in the death of an animal. But right. if we're talking about whether or not knife hunting's fair, then arguably it's a lot fairer than being up in that tree. Yeah, I would say if you have the fortitude to leap from a bush on top of a 700-pound pig and stab it to death, then... I'm not going to get in your way. Right. And there was this one hunt who actually, uh, in, it happened in 1976 with this guy in Florida who not only knife hunted, he used throwing knives. That was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. I'll have to uh, forward you the link. It's pretty interesting. And, and while I'm forwarding to Chuck, you guys should go read Is Knife Hunting the Fairest Way to Hunt on HowStuffWorks.com. And stick around to find out what famous person celebrated her 30th birthday on July 25th, 2008, and why you should know her name right after this. Stuff You Should Know is brought to you by Visa. We all have things to think about, like, say, what's the best site to buy a new leather jacket, or whether to buy the 3 or 6 megapixel camera. But thankfully, we don't need to think about online fraud, because for every purchase you make, Visa keeps an eye out for fraud, with real-time fraud monitoring, and by making sure you're not liable for any unauthorized purchases. How's that for peace of mind? Safe. Secure. Visa. Chuck, do you know her name? I don't know her name. Do you want me to tell you? I know why she's famous. Go okay, ahead. good. Well, it's uh, Louise Joy Brown from Manchester, England. Do you want to tell the people about her? Yes. I believe she was the first uh, person conceived in vitro, mm-hmm. which is Latin for fake baby. Is that right? No, it's actually Latin for uh, 
within the glass. Nice. Okay. Well, more commonly, uh, people refer to in vitro fertilization as test tube baby making right. within I the glass. Believe. Yeah. So uh, if you want to know all about that, all you have to do is type in how in vitro fertilization works on HowStuffWorks.com and presto, you'll be informed. Happy birthday. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. In business, first impressions are everything. And that's why every business owner needs to know about Ruby. Ruby is the virtual receptionist company who screens, transfers, and takes messages 24-7, all while making your customers feel special. You definitely don't want to hire a subpar front desk person. And with Ruby, they engage with your callers in a conversational way, just like your best employee would. Never miss another customer call again. This year, make your business the best it can be. Visit ruby.com today or just call them at 844-900-RUBY.